Welcome to Two 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 Paranormal Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we have to do it at the same time. Ready? Oh. One, two, three. Welcome, Welcome to, to the Two Two. <laughs> Welcome to the show, everybody. We're dorks. Joe and I fight over who's going to do the intro. <laughs> Doing the point thing. Me, me, you, be me. But welcome. Hi, Joe. Morning. What's new? What's exciting? Nothing. Ghosts. Ghosts everywhere. Ghost in the Toledo. We got some feedback from our show from last week with Greg. Ooh, Everybody's excited about I the convention. Oh, it's going to be so exciting. So, guys, get in your car and go to Mansfield, Ohio, Saturday and Sunday, Saturday, the 22nd, Sunday. 23rd of this month. <clears throat> Joe. This week, right? Yeah. Let's see here. What mm. day does the show come out? <laughs> It'll be a week from the show. <laughs> All right. Um, no, it's going to be great. We had so many people like just saying, oh my God, we're so excited. You're going to be there. So we can't wait to see you all. Yeah. And come up to our booth and we will have some really awesome items for sale and you can check out all our stuff. And if you have a ghost story, come tell us because we yes. want to hear it. We want you on the air. We want you to want record. me. <laughs> I don't know why I'm in a singing mood today. Yeah? Should weird. I put on some music? No. No? Okay. No. <laughs> we will not subject our poor listeners to my singing. But anyways, guess what? So guess what, Joe? What? I have some exciting news. It's yeah. more exciting than seeing a poltergeist. Oh, really? Yes. A poltergeist? <laughs> I hit 150,000 followers on my Poshmark wow. closet. 150,000. They know good deals when they see them. That's right. This episode is brought to you by my closet. Yes. <laughs> if you're looking for any awesome summer wear, come on over to my Poshmark closet. It's Poshmark slash H-A-P-P-I-E 22. And... Um, you know, I've got like some really exciting things, summer dresses, brand new backpacks. I got men's and women's goods. So, All right. And some spooky skull sweatshirts and really cool stuff. Um, I, the uh, thing is too. Um, wanted to tell you. What? I forget. Okay. The thing is too is uh, you got like very high end clothing mm. at bottom bargain prices that's right it's a steal of a deal steal of a deal actually i went shopping myself and i bought myself a pair of doc martens because i needed some really good quiet sold sturdy boots for ghost hunting because i don't all i have is my tennis shoes and like you know like you're walking over planks yeah you know you're on cement or you might be hiking and triking up steps and stairs at mansfield prison um so i got a pair of really cool but they're kid sizes because i can't fit into the regular sizes because my feet are too small so i got them at a super bargain i don't think this lady knew what she was selling (laughs) but that's the thing about poshmark though You, you go on there and you can get great deals now i noticed a lot of men don't buy stuff from there I don't know, they're starting, it's starting really? to pick up, yeah. Because when I tried selling jeans and stuff, I sold one pair. I know, but it's a social <laughs> app, so yeah. you got to, like, 
You have to share, 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 yeah. share, 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 share. And that's another thing, too, is <laughs> that's a great idea that you bought soft-soled shoes. I got to say that real slow because I can't say did. it. He did. He did fine. <laughs> For ghost hunting because people, now, it's important to wear boots because. Sturdy shoes, yeah. Yeah, because you're walking in old places, you never know what you're going to step on. But they also got to be quiet because it contaminates right. the the area yeah. people were saying oh, i've heard footsteps down the hall it's like that was actually three stories up because their shoes are loud you yeah know? exactly i literally joe and i went on a ghost hunt this one time and this lady was wearing high heels yeah high heels yeah in an old ba- you know i where was that at was that old licking county no no somewhere i can't remember but yeah. we're like really click oh it was click, the gill click. house oh the gill house click 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 on the wood wood floors. plank wood <laughs> like, floors yeah are you kidding me don't you listen to our <laughs> show the do's and don'ts are going don't wear stilettos stilettos but anyways you yeah. can wear what you want we're just joking no but I'm excited. I am so excited because Joe and I get to go to Mansfield, Ohio Reformatory, and we're going to hopefully see that full body of person I saw there before. And I'm super excited. Yeah. It's going to be great. So back to the ghosty stuff. You know, we have this really interesting thing we came across, and you guys have probably heard of this before, but we just have some really, really interesting stories. And you know, say, what does this have to do with paranormal? It's just something so unique and so different. It's not, you know, something you would hear about every day, but it's people who have received transplants and things happen. Yeah. And they take on, sometimes take on personalities of the transplant donor. Yeah. Or strange things happen. Mm-hmm. You know, there have been reports of like people seeing the spirit of the mm-hmm. person who they got the transplant. Yeah, I actually have a story from. about that. So interesting. But this has been a, something that I've been wanting to do for a long time, and it's always interested me. Especially it's, what you went through with Jackie. Yeah, she had a double lung transplant. and If you don't know, Joe, Joe's best friend Jackie, um, they were friends since high school. Yeah. And she had received a uh, double lung transplant how long? Probably 15 years ago? Yeah, it's been a while now. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, unfortunately she passed away and, and Joe was able to be there when she did pass and um, had some interesting experiences like stuff the, like the EVP. Yeah, the EVPs and that. But that was after. Right. Now, she didn't say anything about, you know, having any of these things we're talking about mm-hmm. happen to her. Now, I have a cadaver's gums in my mouth it does. <laughs> you know, so i have transplant but I don't, oh. I don't have no nothing not yet. no no yeah yeah i get the craving to chew tobacco <laughs> no, i don't know <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but it's called soul transfer and it is a phenomenon that happens a lot with transplant patients now it's weird because a lot of these that i've heard were heart transplant that was the number one. Mm-hmm. But there are other cases that I have down here that are like kidneys and stuff. But soul transfer, it's very bizarre. Now, there's another thing, and people people say, well, you're going to talk about this, but it's called walk-ins. Okay, and that's where the soul of someone else comes into your body. But that isn't what we're really talking about. 
that is more of where the person just turns on a different personality and they find out that they had a walk-in. Would that would that be classified as a possession? Well, yeah. Okay. What about soul transfer, say, if, is that, I don't know, is that related to reincarnation? Would that be something different? I think it's something different. Okay. I do. Um, I do know that when I was doing the research, they kept talking about the young boy that we talked about before that mm-hmm. said he was a pilot. Yeah. But that really doesn't have anything to do with it. That's more of like, yeah, I would think that would be more along the line of reincarnation, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. because he remembered his past life. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, you know, there's just so much information that we found about these cases and it's fascinating and joe has a really interesting one he wants to share with us well i do know that six percent of the recipients actually have distinct personality changes there's been the actual people that after they have transplants their eye colors have changed <gasps> no. and stuff like that but that also goes back to the same thing as when people get possessed or when they have multiple yeah. personalities when that personality comes out their eye colors change now, I did not know that. That I don't, is so freaky. So I don't understand. I, I need to look into this. It's something I've never actually looked into is how the eye has its color. Yeah. So yeah. is it the way that the, the muscles inside the eye are bent or whatever to make the color? I don't know. That's something I'll have to look up. But I'm going to be up all night researching nah, it. No, <laughs> no. I'm not going to worry about it. But the thing is, I have seen where people have multiple personalities, and when they're talking through this other personalities, mm-hmm. their eye colors will change, their expressions will change. There's yeah. there it's I've heard of somewhere the person's face actually changes. That is like bizarre. the muscle tone and everything. Yeah. So I've heard that in possession too. Yeah. That's freaky. And that's more like a walk in. Yeah. So this is different. Okay. So so the first one I want to talk about was the seventeen year old black kid was walking down the street, there was a drive by shooting. Okay, and what made this person special is, you know, he was in the hood, but he didn't act like all the other kids. He was a, a um, straight-A student. He loved classical music. He played the violin. And a lot of his classmates made fun of him because of that fact. And this story is kind of, it's kind of racist in a way. Because, for one... The kids that he went to school with made fun of him because he played the violin and that. Okay. That's bullying. Bullying, yeah. <laughs> Don't bully people. And then he was a victim of a drive-by shooting, and he actually died clinging on to his uh, violin case. Oh, so sad. So anyways, he passed away, and this 47-year-old white male got his heart because he had bad heart valves. This person was more of a racist read it when i read it i didn't take it as that really i, I took it as more as like the heart should have went to somebody in the black community mm, i don't know because the recipient said that he felt bad because he had a black person's heart mm-hmm. and then he went on saying how before this he only listened to country music now he loves classical music mm-hmm. he listens to it all the time He's drawn to classical music over any other kind of music. And he loves the violin parts. And his wife is saying that he's 
getting drove nuts or she's getting drove nuts because all he wants to do is listen to classical music and he's actually whistles classical music. Oh my gosh. So he took on the traits of this young man. And another part of this story is, you know, he says, well, it can't be because of that because it came, my heart came from a black kid and it should be rap music and stuff like that. So it's kind of, I don't know. Yeah. It's just, it was, it was a really strange case, but it all comes out in the end that the guy had a change of heart. Mm. He's no longer literally. <laughs> yeah. He no longer considers people black, white or whatever. He's mm-hmm. just people. And he's happy to be alive. Mm-hmm. He treats everybody well. Yeah. Sort of like the kid did. You know, yeah. the kid didn't care what right. color you were, mm-hmm. whether you listen to rap or classical. He didn't care. And it was a complete change for this person. And now he is not as racist as it looked like he was when I read this. <laughs> That's interesting. You know, I had this story here. It's another 17-year-old. So she developed sudden cravings and likings for hamburgers after her successful liver transplant. So in 1993, um, she developed a deep sense of moral and civic duty and appreciation um, for her community at large, which is rare for young people. You know, they're normally just kind of into, you know, they're doing what they want to do as teenagers. But that wasn't really the strangest thing. She noticed she had some new abilities once she got her transplant. Um, she noticed that she would wander into hardware stores, not realizing what she was doing. She had the whole knowledge of complex do-it-yourself skills, and she was physically able able to carry them out, which oh, okay. is really strange. She had suffered from acute liver disease, which uh, required her to get this new liver. So um, she managed to arrange a meeting with the donor's family and learned that the man that she received her heart was a former U.S. Marshal. His name was Mike James. Um, the family stated that hamburgers was his favorite food and that he loved to work with his hands. And he had taken on several building projects at home before his death. So um, his family had told her that his goal in life was to be helpful and protective of people. And this young girl um, believe that through the Liz- liver transplant, she had to absorb some of Mike's personality and the sense of duty and all of the skills mm-hmm. of being able to like do those things. Like, isn't that not yeah. like so cool? Uh-huh. <laughs> so here's another case. Um, there was a 14 year old girl who died um, in a gymnastics accident. The recipient recipient was a 47 year old male. He was diagnosed with a heart tumor. And chronic heart disease, so he mm-hmm. received this girl's heart. The donor's mother said that her daughter was a picture of health. There wasn't an ounce of fat on her because she was very high active in gymnastics. And another trait that she had was she always thought that she was overweight, so she would actually go and throw up her food. Oh, no. So this 47-year-old male, he got the heart, and his friends noticed that he started jumping around more oh my gosh being more playful uh-huh. being more active they even said when he was bowling he would joke around and he also had this new strange laugh that sounded like a little girl they said oh my gosh <laughs> what so he would actually laugh like this girl and jump around in that and they said that um he developed annoying tendency to giggle oh my god um and the thing is, though, he also turned 
had this tendency that he kind of disliked food. And he had, like, for example, they said that he had a Thanksgiving meal that he loved. After the meal, he said he felt sick to his stomach and went upstairs and threw it up. Oh, my gosh. So he took on the traits of the girl. But the funny thing is the traits that he took on of this girl was being more playful and more active Mm -hmm. and giggling like a little girl. Oh, my God. And this is a 47-year-old male. And he basically said... I don't care. I have a new le- new lease yeah. on life. That's cool. I but like that. he ta- took on all these traits of this girl. He's probably doing cartwheels and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that is so interesting. There's another one, though, that I like, too, is there was a 37 or 34-year-old police officer who was shot on duty trying to uh, arrest a drug dealer. A 56-year-old college professor diagnosed with heart disease got his heart. So... One of the side effects that he had was he would be dreaming and he would see Jesus and then there would be a flash of light and his face would get super hot. Okay. So he kept having this dream over and over where he would see Jesus. He'd see the flash of light and his face got hot. Well, come to find out the police officer was killed by a drug dealer that they said resembled Jesus. And how he was killed was he was shot in the face. So the last thing that this guy would have seen, the police officer would have seen, was a flash of light. And then his face got super hot because he was shot in the face and killed. It's like a residual haunting almost. Or stone tape. Yeah, definitely. Well, because it's not really a building or building materials. But I thought, would that be like the stone tape theory? But I guess it it would be different the trauma human yeah the trauma to the soul Mm -hmm. yeah for sure there was another guy and this is really interesting so there was a guy named william sheraton he turned drawing into a hobby to take his mind off of waiting for a heart donor to become available um truth be told he wasn't very good however one of the first things he noticed following his surgery in 2006 that was all of a sudden he had this great talent for art and it like 10 times improved okay. when after he got his heart transplant. So after agreeing to meet the family of the man who donated the heart, which was part originally part of the campaign to raise awareness for donors, he discovered that the man was a 24-year-old. He was, his name was Keith Neville. He had been a very enthusiastic artist, and he was super good. He was a very kind and caring person, and so once this um, William Sheridan received his heart, he became more kinder and, and caring. And he attributed to that to Keith. And um, there was a professor in Arizona, University of Arizona, who was studying these kinds of cases. His name was Gary Schwartz. And he found that there was more and more evidence um, that strongly suggests that organs retain cellular memories mm-hmm. and that you know, all of your organs in your body, every cell in your body has like a memory. They That's, say. Like, mm-hmm. you know, why you regenerate skin when you cut yeah. it or, you know, like, you know, when your uh, nose falls off. Mm-hmm. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but Like um, Michael Jackson. <laughs> the spirit of Michael Jackson yeah. came on our podcast. No, I'm kidding. So, <laughs> but that makes you wonder, okay, this is where this all comes from that I, I think about is where is the soul where is consciousness is yeah you know we've always we're told that 
consciousness is in the brain, that the mind and the brain are one. But there's so many things now that are showing that it's not, like these transplants. Where does the soul exist? And there's been studies where they actually took a mouse and taught it to do stuff. Mm -hmm. And then the guy went in and took some of the brain out. And it still did it. He took more of the brain out, and it still did it. And it was down to, like, the brainstem where the mouse couldn't even hardly walk of that. But it still remembered those same things. So <sighs> where is memory and consciousness yeah. come? You know, and Don't they, didn't they say that we have, that they found, like, there's a whole nother system in the human body, and it's, like, cerebral, but it's not in your brain. Did well, you that's, hear that? I don't know, but that's where... I'll look into that for you guys. You know, we said this before, is where does memory lie? Where does consciousness come from? And we don't even know what consciousness really is. We know what it is, but we don't know what it is, you know? I always feel like your soul is in your whole entire body, mm -hmm. you know? It's almost like a, a shell. Or Every, I, don't know what, I don't know how to describe it, but I always don't think it's like in my brain. I just feel it like all over, you know? Like yeah. In your toes and your nose and your fingers and your... <laughs> Elbows. <laughs> there was a 19-year-old girl that was killed in an automobile accident. And the recipient was a 29-year-old lesbian woman. Mm -hmm. Okay. The 19-year-old girl that was killed had her own health food store. She was a vegan, had her own health food store, and she was very healthy, very fit. The girl recipient was not. Well, after this girl got the, the girl's heart, same thing that we talked about before. Her personality completely changed. She no longer liked women mm -hmm. as a date, you know, to date. She despised meat that even started to eat like a hamburger and made her sick. Oh, my gosh. And she became very health conscious. Well, I contribute that also to if you get a new heart, you usually want to take care of your body. You know? Right. <laughs> but this one goes on to talk about how she became a vegan and everything and how she was disgusted at the thought of eating meat mm -hmm. and how her personality changed to where she was no longer a lesbian. So then just, you know, all of these stories just make you think, you know, you, you may have thoughts in your brain, but everything goes through all of your cells. Mm -hmm. Like they say like all your cells regenerate. Like they do. And if you can use the power of your mind in a, like positive way and like you could probably trick yourself into like weight loss you can improved health you can your brain or your your body your brain your body can produce any medicine that is out there that's why you have these yogis and that that are so healthy that don't mm -hmm. take any drugs because they actually teach their body to produce the certain amounts of of these why drugs. Why is this not being taught in schools? Right? I know. Why? Okay. So I read something the other day, and this is a rabbit hole type thing. The shakes at McDonald's. Yeah. Did we talk about this? Probably. Have like 47 different ingredients, and most of them are chemicals. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's how it is a lot. This body armor drink that I'm drinking right now probably yeah. has all that. I'm like putting all this junk in our body uh -huh. and it's no wonder that we can't open up to the spiritual realm because we're <laughs> clouded with all these chemicals it's and true stuff. i think we all should do a detox together and then I we'll mean, see if we can see ghosts look at my my body look, look at my body 
Look at my body. Look at my my body. Which where is my body? Remember that from the holes <laughs> show. Where's my body? <laughs> and old lady is like trying to channel this ghost and she's like, Where is my body? But you know, with my gout, it's the yeah. same thing. I'm I for all those years I put all the bad chemicals in my body, the alcohol and the red meat and everything, and it mm-hmm. catches up to you and yeah. that's but um yeah, so anyways, I want to tell, tell, I want to talk about these little ghost stories that I have here. Mm-hmm. So there was this 26 year old male that was in a car crash and the recipient of his kidney was a 50 year old man. Okay. After receiving the new kidney, the man started to see a ghost of a young man. He would see the ghost wandering around and sometimes looking at him. Mm-hmm. This went on for a while. And one night he woke up to find the spirit of this this young man leaning over him in bed. And he was he was kind of shocked, but he says that it didn't shock him enough to scare him to where he jumped. Uh-huh. But he got curious and noticed that the boy wasn't looking at his face. He was actually looking at where the incision was. Uh. And he was looking at where the kidney would be. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and he said that he just phased away. So he got up right away and he drew a picture of what he saw. So after some research, he actually found the parents of the donor and he wanted to, you know, get with them. Mm -hmm. Well, the parents came over to talk to this man and they brought a picture of his son, of their son. Mm -hmm. And come to find out it was the exact duplicate of what he saw. Like the picture was like the exact match. So it was a son. That's so cool. But the weird thing is the parents looked at him and said, you know, you're the third person that contacted us like this. So he must have donated multiple. Yeah. Oh, wow. And the ghost is visiting all the people that have his body parts. That's so cool. Isn't that crazy? That is neat. Another one was this four-year-old girl that had um, had a new heart. You know, she was a little kid that got a heart transplant. Mm-hmm. She, after, you know, after she was healed and all that, she kept talking about her new friend, Mr. Smith. She said that there was a man that visited her at night. So the parents were kind of freaked out and worried. So they set up a night camera, night vision camera in her bedroom. And one night they looked and saw her standing there talking to nothing. And they said that in the video camera, you can actually see the shimmer of a ghost. Wow. So that's cool. <laughs> yeah. One day they were contacted by an elderly woman that said that the ghost of her late husband c- contacted her and gave her information to go talk to these people and tell them that everything's okay. She brought a picture of her husband, mm-hmm. showed it to the little girl, and she pointed it and said, Mr. Smith, that's Mr. <gasps> Smith. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so. There are cases of where the ghosts of mm-hmm. the transplant patients are vi- or transplant mm-hmm. victims, what do you want to say? Recipients. Are, no, the, the victims. Oh, the, the donors. The donors yeah. actually are visiting the people after they get their that's organs. That's amazing. That, that's incredible. Like, I would be, like, super stoked, you know? like. <laughs> but the crazy thing is she... And they... These people can see that something good came out yeah. of their, their passing. Yeah. You know, that's cool. But that's the crazy thing is 
the woman got a visit from her dead husband and said to go talk to these people and say everything's okay. Hey, the other side, there's... Mm-hmm. They might not be here physically, but they're definitely here in spirit, you know. Uh, that makes me happy. I don't know why. It just does. <laughs> so I have one last story, which is so interesting. Okay. All right. So there was a, I don't know, he was in his mid-60s uh, gentleman who had some kidney damage. I don't know exactly what, but he was on dialysis and he was just, it was he was basically on his last leg. And um, young person had been in an auto accident and the family decided that, you know, there just wasn't any hope and, and that they felt that it would be the right thing to do to donate this, you know, young man's organs to multiple families. So, you know, there was like, they said, you know, almost 150 pe- people were recipients. So, yeah, because I mean, there could be. Like platelets or eyes. Remember, Dad got a yeah. He got cornea, corneas, and Mm -hmm. their skin. They're doing every. I mean, it's amazing what they can do now. Yeah. So, the gentleman who received the kidney transplant never liked spicy foods. He just couldn't eat them. He couldn't stand them. All he could eat when once he got out of there were flaming hot Cheetos, (laughs) spicy, spicy salsa, or whatever it was. But um, he said, yeah, it was just like. He said it was like a, a, a switch turned on. Like mm-hmm. All of a sudden, I have all these cravings for like spicy foods. I'm like, can you imagine? I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, if somebody got my <laughs> my organs, they'd be like <laughs> sitting there eating like bags of potato <laughs> chips for dinner every night. These chips are great. These cookies. Oh my God. Tacos, tacos, tacos. Yeah. Right. Cheesecake, cheesecake, cheesecake. <laughs> Mountain Dew. I've got the craving for Cheesecake Factory cheesecake. Oh, my God. I was thinking about that the other day because I was thinking about Spaghetti Warehouse. Mm-hmm. There's a murder mystery dinner at the Spaghetti Warehouse where Joe had ghost hunted not too long ago. And if you guys go on um, the 222 page, Joe's posted a video of some of the audio of um, yeah. what happened at Spaghetti Warehouse. I'll put a link up. Um, I'm releasing. Let's see. What day would this be? This yeah. Sunday. When this podcast comes out, it would have been yesterday. Um, this video or this podcast is coming out on Sunday. I released it last night, so it's up on the page and just looking. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It is unbelievable. We got EVPs on top of the Estes stuff. I was saying that's so cool. But um, no, I was just you were saying cheesecake and the spaghetti factor or spaghetti warehouse has cheesecake factory. Yeah cheesecake desserts now mm-hmm. and i just think about it sometimes i'll be just laying in bed i'm like mm, spaghetti <laughs> warehouse it's so good it's so good and it's a haunted building so very like, haunted and i was i tell you what i was very skeptical because you know people oh it's haunted and we didn't really get stuff but i'm telling you you guys go up on our page i can't wait to hear it, it it's called i named it the warehouse mm-hmm. the, and you'll see it on our page but i was blown away about because when I was doing the Estes Medicine thing, I was just blurring out words. I had Explain no idea. to some of our new listeners what the Estes Method well, is. Well, it's where you would put on earbuds in your ears with the spirit box. Mm-hmm. You have it turned up so you can't hear. And then we, we have some noise-canceling headphones I put on over those. And then you put on blindfold. So I was sitting there, and it was so loud in my ears I couldn't hear. Like Harold, after watching the video, he actually dropped like a chair. Mm-hmm. And I never flinched because I couldn't hear it. Oh, cool! So it was, 
I was just gearing words. So basically, it's like sensory deprivation. It is. Okay. It's like you're putting yourself in a cage where you can't see, hear, or, but mm-hmm. all you hear is the spirit box. Oh, okay. And I was just blurting out words that didn't make sense to me. But there was a few things. Like um, I heard one of the voices say, where's Josh? And Josh just went ghost hunting with us yeah. previous to that, yeah. but he wasn't at that one. Um, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. So Harold's voice came up a couple of times, and it just blew my mind after I watched the video. And then as I'm editing it, I'm hearing all these EVPs on top of what I was saying. It's just, it'll blow your mind. You guys have to watch it. But anyways, there are circumstances where people have got organ transplants and taken on the personalities of the people that were actually harmful. Mm -hmm. Um, There was one case where a gentleman committed suicide and the recipient of his heart, I believe it was, after a while got so depressed and committed suicide in the exact same way. Oh, my goodness. So there are some bad ones out there that, you know, negative ones that we didn't mention. But I don't know if I want to dwell on the negative ones. I wanted to dwell on the positive ones. This is totally, totally unrelated, but mm-hmm. I just have to share this with everybody because, you know, everybody ne- needs to hear some good news and a, and a win. So I heard this on the radio on the way um, over here to the studio. There was a professional baseball player, and I don't know if he's like AAA or, or the pros. A year ago, he was very depressed, um, suffered from depression, couldn't take any more, shot himself in the head. Okay. He lived. Yeah. He lost an eye. Today, he's back in the field, right, playing baseball. A uh-huh. year later... He had a home run today. Oh, really? Yep. Can you imagine, like, what the difference a year can make? Oh, like, yeah. Here he went from sh- literally shooting himself in the head, trying to die, today being on top and, and hitting a home run. Oh, so, cool. like, you know, if anybody's out there and you're feeling depressed or down or, or low, just know that it can get better. Don't yeah. do anything drastic. Go get help. Talk to somebody. Do something good for somebody else. Like... You never know. Mm-hmm. Life turns on a dime, and it can turn for the better. So. Oh, yeah. It's not paranormal, but I just thought it was inspiring. Yeah. I heard that today, and it made me happy. Well, a lot of these stories are inspiring, too, because people t- change their lives and do a change for the better. Yeah, and you that know? It goes along with, like, you know, Joe is um, going to be doing some <laughs> positive different type of show soon so yeah if i ever get my butt in there and get it you can do it you can do it just release it i've got 10 episodes made up already i just need to release it yeah so just on you know improving your life so it can only get better right oh yeah and it's exciting too because you know with the covid restrictions being lifted and everybody getting their pokies uh calm uh you know we'll be able to get back out and, and get into some of these places and start Ghost hunting again. Yeah. So excited. The mud hens are actually saying that they're going to be full capacity in a couple, what, a couple weeks? Yes, that's exciting. I don't know if you guys have ever been to Toledo. Some of you live here, some of you don't. Um, But, you know, if you ever want a nice little summer getaway, we have an excellent, excellent ballpark. So much fun downtown Toledo. You can go to Spaghetti Warehouse. It's in walking distance from yeah, the ballpark. Yeah, it's like right it's across right the across Yeah. You can go there, have dinner in a haunted restaurant, and go see a baseball game. And then... I don't know the bench number or the booth number, mm-hmm. but when you walk in mm-hmm. the receptionist area, yeah. to the right, 
third booth back, request that one, or yeah. sit in the cable car. Yeah, that's the haunted spot. Yeah. <laughs> there's said that there's a person that sits on top of the cable car. Really? I never noticed I never... that. I'm going to have to start looking up there now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At the uh, table with my cell phone. Click, 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 click. And click. there's a, a woman in the basement mm-hmm. in the red dress in the woman's bathroom. Oh, I didn't know. And that. there's also a man, supposedly. Ooh, a man where? <laughs> that looks in the women's bathroom. Was that you, Joe? It wasn't me. <laughs> they said it's a man with a mustache. I'm like, it's not me. <laughs> the stash. <laughs> um, no, but you know, like it's time. It's time for everybody to get back out there and, and start exploring and traveling and and doing some ghost hunting. Coming to the shows that we're going to be at, just yeah. go up on the website. I There's one that we I don't have on the website yet, but I'll put it up there in July. We'll be in Ann Arbor at a Bigfoot conference. Yes, you guys have got to come to Ann Arbor. I'm so excited because the speaker that was at our convention two years ago. Ken, two of them. Two of them. Ken Gerhardt is, will be there. So we're really excited. Hopefully um, uh, link up. With him and Miranda, the ghost biker is going to be there. Yeah, Miranda's and Shatan's going to be there. And they got a lot of speakers. And, you know, you wouldn't think because, you know, Ann Arbor's just like such a progressive town that they have Bigfoot activity in, yeah. in that area. And, and, you know, right around here, too, we've had yeah. many stories locally here, um, kind of in the farm, like just over the Michigan border, like Toledo, Michigan. It's like we're right on the border, yeah. basically. But there's been a lot of activity in Dog Lady Islands right here, too. So, you know, lots of legend and lore. So I'll put that up on their website. Yeah, do that. The um, one in July. But, yeah, get out. Get to the events that we're going to be at. We're going to be selling our dowsing rods. So yes. be yes. able to pick up some good equipment. Yeah, definitely. Come out, see us, hang out, tell us your stories. Yeah. So, anyways, thanks for listening this week, folks. Uh Appreciate you guys hanging with us for another week. Yes. And get up there and on our website, like I said, the 222 Paranormal Podcast Facebook page, or I'm going to throw it up on YouTube also. Look for the video called The Warehouse. It's the EV or the uh, Estes Method um, video that I put together. So, so anyways, like I say, get up there on the website, check it all out, and hope you guys have a great week. Let's leave with some six-second crush. What's on your mind? All right, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.